Welcome to the Living Flames of Fire podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow spiritually and take you deeper in the knowledge of Christ. It's time to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Welcome your host, Fulfillment Obi. Father, we thank you. We will give you the glory, the honor, the adoration. We thank you for bringing us here this evening um, for this T-Class conference, for helping us to converge. We thank you for what you're about to do for your word as you're about to come forth because I know that every opportunity you have given for your word to be preached is an opportunity to be blessed, an opportunity to be empowered. And I pray for everyone who will listen to this audio now or a later date that something in their life will be shifted, to be shifted to the positive direction. They will have every cause to glorify you and through what they are going to learn today, they will be empowered powered for life thank you sweet holy spirit i say father take over and take charge over this meeting and take control let your word come through me i'm just a vessel help me to present your word accurately to your people in jesus name of prayed amen Okay, welcome to another T-Class conference hosted by the Living Flames of Fire. The purpose of this conference is to help believers that are struggling, help believers who are finding it difficult to keep their faith, or to deal with those issues that plague us in our Christian journey. We'll be holding this conference every month for the past two years when this um, telegram group was established and we have seen god done a lot of stuff for a lot of people so here we are again and with, with this um this month we are talking about timelines of glory this is a very powerful topic and it was inspired by the holy spirit i know god wants to restore his glory especially to some of us who are experiencing seasons of drought and dryness um, most of us who are our connection with God is not really strong and we're finding it difficult to work with God. So timelines of glory will help us to connect to the um to God and experience his glory to the fullest. So you're gonna learn everything about the glory of God and how you can effectively manifest these things in your life. So the um, T class conference holds monthly, as I've said before. I I would love you from online. If you're listening, just try and invite your friends so they can be part of this conference. Or if you're listening on a later date or try a podcast, then just share this audio so others can be blessed um, by it. So with that being said, let's get into the conference. For those online, I appreciate your presence. Miss Taiwo, praise. Thank you for joining friends. Okay. And if you look at the group, I have dropped some topic and some scriptures that will help us to, um, to study today. This will act as a guide, so we'll be able to establish um, um, the points, the teachings um, today. Okay, the first thing on the list is the definition of the patterns of glory. Now, we need to talk about what God's glory is, what it means. We need to define it. And I found that it's impossible to define God's glory without um, putting it into a pattern. So, God's glory um, goes through a pattern according to what is written in the scripture. And we cannot fully understand the glory of God if we do not understand the patterns of God. But before we get to that, let's explain and let's start um, from the beginning. 
when I when I when I talk about things like this in T class conference, I like to start from the book of Genesis because I believe that everything about humanity, um, God's word, His plan for the future, everything was wrapped up in the book of Genesis as a prophecy, including the book the death, the resurrection of Christ was all wrapped up in the book of Genesis as a prophecy. And also the glory of God was fested fully and in the book of Genesis. I'm going to start from there so we can define what God's glory is. Now, from the book of Genesis, you see that God created the heavens and the earth and the spirit of God hovers over the water. And from the time of creation, we are meant to understand that God created light. But if we read down that scripture, we'll find out that the sun, the moon, and the stars were created. Um, is it on the fourth or the fifth day thereabout? And it was created those time. But God said, "Let there be light." Um, in the early part of creation, where He wanted to um bring life into the world, when He wanted to make the world beautiful. So He said, "Let there be light," and He saw that it was good. But some people keep asking if god created the light and he has not yet created the sun the moon and the star what is actually um what is actually this light that god has created if it's not the move the moon and the stars and 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 the glory of the sun is not yet in existence so why how is it possible for god to say there was light now that will fully help us to explain what God's glory is. And this mystery was revealed in the book of Corinthians. I'm going to go to the book of um, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. That will help us to start the, to define what God's glory truly is um, from speaking from the book of Genesis. So we can start building from there. So just stay with me. If you have your Bible, I would love you to quickly just run through, run to the book of 2 Corinthians 2. Okay. Please just stay with me. Stay with me. Okay. Okay. Can this lead on mix up? Okay. Uh, I think I'm mixing up the scriptures. Um that we'll have to come back to the scripture later. I think I'm mixing up the scriptures. Um, what I wanted to read is not actually second Corinthians to two verses, so I'll have to correct. Um, I'll have to correct that scripture now. The, the what I'm trying to what I'm, what the, the scripture I'm trying to read from is that scripture where it says, um, God created the light, um, created light out of darkness. And the light that he was talking about was the glory of God as revealed from the face of Jesus. Uh, the glory of God as revealed from the face of Christ. And the scripture made us to understand that um, the glory, the, the light that God was talking about in the book of Genesis was not just the physical light, the sun, moon, and star. It, um, it was the spiritual light that expressed the glory of God. The scripture says, God's, that light represents the glory of God as seen through the face of Jesus. So what it means is that God expressed himself through Jesus. So when Christ is expressed, when God is expressed through the Son or is revealed through his son Jesus, what we 
can find is the glory. If you read through the Old Testament, you will see that as the priests will worship God, or as the priests will um, serve at the temple, there are times where the glory of God will settle. And sometimes, um, recorded in the book of Ezekiel and Isaiah, you will find out that he's the, um, they will give a vision, a prophecy, or they will speak through revelation, and they will make accounts of the glory of God settling, they are hearing a voice, but they cannot fully understand or grasp or um, um, know what the glory of God is about because Christ has not been revealed in those times. That is why when Moses came down from the mountain, his face has to be covered because the people could not yet understand or um, bear the, the light that came out from uh, Moses' face. That light represents Christ. So, sim in simple terms, the glory of God is just the power of God, the revelation of God expressed or manifested through the person of Christ. So, when the deeds of God, the manifestations of God are expressed through the person of Christ, we, okay, so, um, thank you about, thank you for that scripture, Miss Taiwa. I just saw it, Second Corinthians 4, verse 6. I, I mixed it up. Um, thank you for dropping the scripture. I'll just go through the to the scripture now, so we can read it directly. Okay, now it says, "For God who said, let there be light in the darkness, has made us to understand that this light is the brightness of the glory of God, as seen through the face of Jesus." So, for us to understand the glory of God, we must understand Christ. When the glory of God were at work in the Old Testament, the people of the Old Testament, the Jews and um, the priests could not understand the glory of God. It was revealed, but it was revealed only in portion. It was revealed only in part. So they could not understand what glo God glory is because the person of Christ has not yet been revealed. So in the book of Genesis, God wanted to put the earth together. He wanted to create the earth. He wanted to make the earth beautiful. But God needed to introduce Christ to the picture. So he needed to call light first. So if Christ was not part of the creation, creation would not stand. So the spirit was already hovering over the water. God is already speaking the word and the word of God came forth through Christ. And so the glory of God was manifested. The glory of God was manifested as light through the face of Jesus. So when that light was now expressed, when that light was brought forth to creation, then creation became possible. So there is no creation without Christ. There is no creation without the person of Jesus. The foundations of the earth, the foundation of the world from the time of creation were built on the Godhead. That means God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. These three came together to put the earth together. So Christ needed to play a vital role by expressing God's glory as light. Now we have laid the foundation that God's glory is actually the deeds of God, the operation of God, the manifestation of God, His power, His grace, His word as expressed or manifested through the person of Christ. Now, like I said, these things have patterns. There are patterns to these things. Um, God's glory only follow a particular pattern. Now, if you if you look through the scripture um, from the time where Lucifer fell, the um, Bible made accounts that Lucifer fell like light from. Um, like lightning from the sky. Jesus said, I saw the devil falling down as light from the sky. And if you read through Ezekiel chapter 21, you will see that Lucifer um, saw um, 
the throne of God. And he wanted to exalt himself above the throne of God. So what Lucifer was targeting was to encompass the full glory of God. And even Lucifer, the devil, did not understand or could not comprehend God's glory. Because at that moment, Christ was yet to be revealed. So he was walking about the stones of fire. He was called the morning star. But he did not know the one who empowered him to operate. So the glory of God was was manifested through Christ and it rubbed off the devil. So that is why he was called the, the, the morning star. So the beauty of the of the of Lucifer, um, everything he had was made possible because Christ was in existence. But as the devil began to grow in wisdom, he understood that there was something above the stars of God. There was something that he could not understand. And in his mind, he was like, if I can get above that place and take over the glory of God, I can be queen to rule over the host of heaven. And it, immediately, Lucifer was cast down from heaven. The glory was, um, was, was, was removed from him. Then, he, as he was falling down from, from heaven, down to earth, he experienced depreciation. The glory was removed and immediately he became Satan. And that was when he understand that the light he carried, him, him being called the morning star, was because of someone, even if he does not know who that person is. So it all boiled down to Christ. Now, that is why Christ is called the bright um, the bright um, and the morning star. The bright and the morning star. The bright and the morning star. It's the God's glory expressed through Christ that will give us a full understanding about what God's glory is. So it means in totality that we cannot understand God's glory without the person of Jesus. We cannot walk in God's glory without the person of Jesus. God's glory is only made possible or is only revealed. It's only revealed through the person of Jesus. Now we're going to read the second scripture. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 40 to 41. First Corinthians chapter 50 sorry first corinthians chapter 15 verse 40 to 41 we'll read through that scripture first Corinthians chapter 15 verse 40 15 verse 40 to 41 i want us to draw a lesson from the scripture we're trying to explain the patterns and the definition of god's glory okay it says there are bodies in heaven and there are bodies on earth. The glory of heavenly bodies is different from the beauty of earthly bodies. He says, the sun has its own kind of glory. Why the moon and the stars each have their own kind. Even the stars differ from each other in beauty and in brightness. Now, I talked about Lucifer, him being beautiful, him, called, him being called um, the morning star. So, sorry, the sun of the morning. But he did not know that for him to have such glory that that glory was only manifested or is flowing through christ is coming through christ At that moment christ has not been revealed he could only see through this um above the throne of god he could only see um above the throne of god he could only see the light the glory the power emanating from that particular position and he desired to step into that part that is why he said i will i, I will i will step into above i will step above the thrones of god i will call myself the most high so his desire was to rule over the host of heaven he knew he could not do that without entering into the glory into entering into the, um, that section 
of God above the cherubs, above the seraph, where he could now encompass the full glory of God. And he began to desire that, and the Bible says iniquity was found in him. So this scripture we read, it says, there are stars that are different, stars differ from stars in glory. There are some heavenly bodies that have more glory than some. So it means that the as, as we get closer to Christ, as we are transformed into the image of the Christ, as we now begin to walk by the image of Christ, we can now become like Christ. And as we are transforming into his image, we can now fully express God's glory. Like I said, God's glory is only expressed through the person of Jesus. God's glory is the power, the manifestation, the word of God as expressed or manifested through Jesus. So it means that as a Believer begin to walk with Christ, begin to fellowship with Christ, begin to transform into the very image of the Christ. He can now have the ability to begin to walk in the glory of God. Everything about his life will begin to emanate light. Now, light in the scripture is just the expression of God's glory. Now, if you notice in the book of Genesis that... Um, that Adam and Eve were clothed with the glory of God. Immediately they seen the glory departed. Now, if you read, if you read the book I've written when I talked about um, um, the pathway to salvation, I made it clear in that book that um, Adam and Eve were created by the by God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit down to earth to dip his hand into the mud to form man and the spirit he by the spirit of god he breathed life into man but what covered man what made man alive what made him animated what gave him wisdom and the ability to think now this is jesus being brought into the picture the the glory that surrounded Adam and Eve was only brought to them through the person of Jesus. I said in that book that to sustain life, the glory of God needed to operate in the life of Adam and Eve. And that is why God says, in the moment you eat of this fruit, you will die. Because immediately Christ is separated from his man's life. What happened is death. So God told Adam and Eve that the moment you are going to eat of this fruit, the glory is, is going to depart. Jesus will be removed from the picture. And uh, if Jesus is removed from the picture i cannot guarantee you life that very moment you begin to die so what happens in salvation is that christ was reintroduced into man's life so it's so that the glory that was lost when man ate of the fruit can be restored so we can now see that these things work in path patterns they were clothed with light so they did not see their nakedness because the light covered them but these lights they were the light they were working with was the glory of god as revealed through christ the light of God revealed through Christ the glory. So this light was covering them so they did not see their, uh, their nakedness. Immediately they ate of the fruit, they disobeyed God. Christ was removed from the picture and they saw their nakedness. They saw that, oh, we, we, are, we are naked. We are empty. We no longer have the glory. And from that moment, they begin to die. Now, if you look through history of the Bible, you'll find out that the more man began to, to, to draw away from God, the more his years, his lifespan began to shorten. Methuselah lived 960-something years. It reduced to 800, 700. People began to die at 500, 400, 300, 200, 100. Now, people cannot even live up to 100 years. This is because of sin, the wickedness of the world. The more a man is being drawn away from Christ, the more he is giving himself to death. Now, the Bible speaks of the law of sin and death, that Christ has delivered us from the law of sin and death. Now, immediately, Lucifer fell from heaven. Now, the law of sin and death was brought into operation. So, 
Im automatically, when a man is separated from Christ, the law of sin and death automatically starts working in that person's life. So, as men, as men begin to deviate from God, as they begin to draw away from God, they give sin and death the opportunity to come to them to rob mind with them to fellowship with them and they begin to die so people cannot live up to a hundred years today again because the state of the world is in a state where people are no longer close to god when people were still very close to god if you notice in the scripture god could still come down come down come down even after the fall and still communicate to people he could still talk to adam he could still talk to abel and cain they could still hear his voice he was still he, he still has this relationship with them because sin has not progressed but as the devil started to kill there was bloodshed separation and all manner of wickedness god found it very difficult to associate with man that is why the bible says he says my spirit will no longer fellowship with man and from that moment his life span was cut short now you must understand in the scripture there are patterns god the father the son of the holy spirit they work in unity they work in union so if the spirit of god is not in operation christ cannot be um reviewed because the duty of the holy spirit is to give revelation to christ is to reveal the person of jesus that is why jesus said i am going to send someone who is going to be a comforter he is going to teach you all things now this the, the duty of the holy spirit is to reveal the person of christ the duty of christ is to reveal is to bring us closer to god to the father so if the chain is broken if the spirit is not in operation then christ does not have any job there so that is why this um we must understand the patterns of the glory of god the definition of the glory is simple that the operation the power the word of god expressed through christ is the glory of god now when we do things like for example the bible says um no man should take off the glory of god and it is dangerous for a man to 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 rob god of his glory look at let me put it in simple terms so you can understand when a man begin when god heals a man use a minister or his servant to heal the man and um and that person is healed what is being done in that moment is that god through the son god by the spirit through the son has brought healing to that person so if a man stand to take um to take um to take how will i put it now if a man try to rob god and say i'm the one i'm the one that did this healing i'm the one that made this healing possible what he's trying to do is that he's saying that i am the one that um that derived the power created the power for this healing so so i deserve the glory i deserve the praise i deserve the honor i deserve the worship immediately you are becoming like lucifer you are becoming like satan you are trying to rob god of his glory and it is a very dangerous that moment in the, the moment that happened you put yourself in trouble there was there was a very powerful minister in the scripture called alexander doe alexander doe was so powerful that he could heal people standing from a continent he can be in asia and pray for someone in america and that person will instantly be healed he walked in the dimensions of god's glory but his heart was lifted up with to pride and people around him started to tell him tell him alexander are you sure you are not the elijah to come and he said yes i think i'm the elijah to come so he sued a very long regalia and he began to call himself the elijah to come because he did things that people at that time could not do the glory of god was fully manifested in his life and he began to take off that glory 
immediately worms eat him eat him alive and he died now the bible said that god is not a respecter of any man we should never take up god's glory because we are robbing the trinity of what belongs to them the moment a man begins to take of god's glory what happens is that he's setting himself up for danger he's setting himself himself up for death so no man should rob god of god's glory whatever is done through us it, we should understand that the trinity is involved god the father the son and the holy spirit is involved and from that moment he has given us access and divine opportunity to tap from that from from the godhead from god the father the son and the holy spirit to minister his word to minister healing to minister deliverance to his people we do not have right to take from his glory so now i've established the point we now know that god's glory is the word of god the power of god the revelation of god as seen through jesus as manifested through jesus and the light that god was talking about in the scripture is just the glory of god in expression now we've built the foundation of what god's glory is now we need to move into the glory dimension now if you there are, there are people today around christianity that talk about the glory dimension i want to talk about these things because i know it's very important and i know that there's the dimension of god's glory but for us to understand we have to go to the scripture so we can understand some things that the prophets in the old call the dimension of god's glory and if we can understand the patterns if we can understand these principles we can bring down god's dimension we can step into that dimension of god's glory where we can begin to bring about the possible of the kingdom we can make the kingdom of god possible we can make it real people will begin to understand that with the christianity we are practicing it's not the christianity of mouth it's not the christianity of word it's a christianity of power so let's step into the dimensions of god's glory now is i i call this obviously we're talking about timelines of god's glory timeline of the glory so i i i want us to step into the time machine through the scripture like i said so we can understand um some of these things so okay, let's go to the book of ezekiel chapter 1 verse 28 ezekiel 1 28 um just go to your bibles your bibles your bibles um open your scriptures open the scriptures ezekiel chapter 1 ezekiel 1 verse 28 dimensions of god's glory dimensions of god's glory ezekiel chapter 1 verse 28 okay i'll read it says all around him was a glowing hollow like a rainbow shining through the cloud this was the way the glory of the lord appeared to me when i saw it i fell face down in the dust and i heard someone voice speaking to me now let's go to verse um, chapter 2 he says chapter 2 verse 1 says stand up son of man said the voice i want to speak with you the spirit came into him as he spoke and he sets me upon my feet and i listened carefully to his word let's go to verse 1 again chapter 1 rather again and verse 28 he said all around okay 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 i want us to go back a little bit to verse 27 or less 26 let's read down so we can understand the scripture it says above the surface over the heads was like was 
what look like the throne made of blue sapphire and above this throne was a figure whose appearance was like that of a man now this person that was revealed was the person of christ now this is the glory dimension that was being revealed to um ezekiel but because christ had not been revealed he did not understand he said from his waist up look like a gleaming amber flickering with flickering like a fire and from his waist down was what looked like a well, like a burning flame shining and with splendor verse 28 says all around him was a glowing halo like a rainbow shining through the cloud this was the way the glory of the lord appeared to me now like i have said that this glory is the person of jesus is jesus being revealed but ezekiel could not understand because it was not yet time for christ to be revealed so like a burning fire like a sapphire i want us to read that scripture again like it's fascinating now jesus appeared as a man on earth so that he could fulfill the prophecy so he could die so he could be resurrected and ascended into glory but the full expression of the manifestation of the glory of jesus was not revealed to man because man cannot in the flesh cannot in the flesh tap into that dimension like step into that dimension where they are able to into to view in totality the glory of god now it is not something our human mind can comprehend that is why the book of revelation when god saw who jesus was in the book of revelation he was shaken with fear he stepped down and he says I, I cannot comprehend these things with my with my normal understanding. There's a dimension we step into in God where the glory of God is brought before us and everything about our life will change. No, you see that there are ministers of the scripture, there are ministers that have that have stepped into that dimension of the glory of God. They are, they are able to do some certain things because things they have seen are not things we have seen. Things they have seen have experienced are not things we have experienced experience there's a dimension of god that can be brought before you that things like diseases and sickness and pain and infirmity cannot match up now i i i don't know how to explain these things in lay terms so we can understand because it's fascinating this are some this is something that 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 is fascinating the glory dimension of god let's read the scripture again i want us to take it slowly this time ezekiel 1 verse 20 um 26 down to 28 he says above the surface over the head was what looked like a throne made of blue sapphire now you see i said that what what lucifer was aiming for above the throne was the glory so that he could rule the host of heaven but he did not know that the person standing there was jesus because jesus has not already been has not yet been revealed so he could not sit by the side of of god he cannot take that position yet because it has not he has the time has not come for him to take that position so he just like the glory of god he settled above the throne of god now the bible says from his waist down he looked like a gleaming amber flickering like a fire from his waist down he looked like a burning flame shining with splendor all around him was a glowing halo like a rainbow shining through the cloud this was the way the glory of the lord appeared to me this was the way the person of jesus appeared to me now there's a dimension in god there's there's there's, there's, there's this there's this 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 this, this in this intimate 
um, um, reality of God, this place you have pressed into God, that the glory of God will be revealed to you. And mind you, if a man step into the dimensions of God's glory, the possibilities of God will be open to that man. See, John was not skilled. They, they, they tried to pay, they persecuted John. He, he, they tried to kill him. They could not kill him. Why? He stepped into the dimensions of glory. They, 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 they banished him. They, they, they cooked him with, in, in a boiling oil. He did not die. They tried to kill him. They tried everything they could to kill John. But John did not die because he has stepped into that dimension of God where, where the glory of God will be expressed. And God wanted to use John to... to, to, to Put down the book of revelation of what's going to happen in future so he was prepared to enter into that dimension of god where god's glory and possibilities will be revealed to him so they tried to kill him they could not and they banished him to patmos they did not know that what they have done is to give john tickets to dwell in their glory you know we are, we are going to talk about dwelling in the glory what's what i'm trying to explain now is the dimension of god's glory when you step into that dimension of god everything in physical realm become like everything in the mundane world become like paper like they become so inferior when you step into the dimensions of glory of the glory of god everything you can see all the challenges all the problems of life become like they become inferior they become like they, they are not real because you have now stepped into a higher reality so the dimension of god's glory is that um dimension when the possibilities of god are expressed to you are made real to you where you can boldly put your faith and say i have seen these things in the revelations of god i have experienced this thing that's why the apostles say that which our eyes have seen that which have our hand have handled so when people begin when a man have stepped into the dimensions of god's glory when he's speaking he's not speaking moon word he's not speaking words that are that are from human wisdom he's speaking based on the inspiration he has gotten from the dimensions of god's glory revelation that i gotten from there you see the um, um there was this man um what's his name um trying to remember his name now tl osborne he went to a to, to he went to um to an islamic country to preach the gospel and he was they told him we don't believe in the bible we don't believe in anything that is written there we have a quran so prove to us that what you are saying is actually the truth and tl husband and his wife left that country with him because they could not prove the words of the scripture and tl husband cried for night and he said lord i cannot defend the word i preach I cannot defend the word in the scripture and the glory dimension of God was bring brought to reality. And he saw God, he saw Jesus in his splendor with light, telling him, Go back and tell them you've seen me. That is everything that he that God that Jesus had to say. Go and tell them you've seen me. Finish. That is what he needed to step into the dimensions of God's glory. And when he went back to the Muslim country, he told them that I am not here to preach what I cannot defend. I am here to tell you that I have seen Jesus. If you know you have blind, you have sick, you have lame, you have any kind of sickness, come 
bring them out and let's prove to you that the word in this bible is real and in multitudes many of them came out in multitude with sickness with this this with blindness and in before the husband will even open his mouth to speak the blinds are the blinds are oh their eyes are open deaf ears are open immediately there was chaos and confusion and in a day he was able to win thousands of muslims to christianity this is because he has stepped into the dimensions of god's glory let's not dwell on that let's talk about light and glory light and glory light and glory these two these two things go together now we see a lot of people talking about light in the scripture now i like to stay within the confines of the scripture i see people try to stretch right they try to bring in scientific theory they try to bring in frequency energy and vibration but i do not believe in those things because after learning a lot about new age philosophy new age religion i understand that those people talk about energy flow vibrations and frequency they talk about those things alone so they try to mix spirituality and science together but that's not what the bible is about i do not believe in frequency vibration and energy i only believe in the things that are written in the scripture so when we talk about lights we have to look at light from the standpoint of the scripture what does the bible have to say about light we have to go to the scripture so please just open your bible let's go to the book of john he John did a very good job of making Jesus real. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. The scripture will not hold without Jesus. Okay, let's go to the book of John. John chapter 1 verse 1. It says, In the beginning, the word already existed i'm reading from new living translation and he was with god he was in the beginning with god he was created everything there is nothing exists that didn't that he didn't make life itself was in him and this life gives light to everyone understand you know i've thought about this already i said that the creation of man was only made possible because jesus was involved if jesus was not involved then man would have not been able to source the sustenance of life is only made through jesus now let's 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 go to that scripture see again verse 4 says life itself was in him that's talking about jesus and this life this life that was in jesus gives light to everyone now he says the lights that shine through the darkness the light shines through the darkness and the darkness cannot extinguish it the darkness cannot extinguish it and god is for i say god sent um john the baptist to tell everyone about the light that scripture can be very confusing if you don't put it into context. So I want you to understand. I want us to read from verse 4 very slowly. He said, life, okay, let's put, whenever we see him, let's put Jesus. Life itself was in Jesus. And this life that was in Jesus gives lights to everyone. That means the life of God is what is the, the life of God. The life of God is the lights, is the lights. Is the light that the Bible is trying to talk about. So when you say the Bible talking about light, he's trying to say the life of God. And who holds the life? Who holds the life of God? Who sustains life? It's Jesus. Jesus. 
Jesus, no other person but Jesus. So the life of God in Christ gives light to men. So when the Bible says, let your light so shine, what the Bible is trying to say is that when you have received Christ and you have begun to fellowship with Christ, let the life in you, the life you have deposited in you, bring forth light. And what we have said is that light is just God's glory. So when a man begins to do good works, when a man begins to um, to live, to bear the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, kindness. And when the man begins to walk in love, what he's doing is that he's expressing the light of God because this light is now deposited as the life of Christ in him. So before a man can shine forth the light of God, the life of God must be in him through the person of Jesus. So if a man refuses to accept Jesus as Lord and pers- as his Lord and personal Savior, it will be impossible for him to walk in light. That is why the Bible says that the eyes, that, that like the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Be enlightened. Let the eyes of your understanding be enlightened so you can know the hope of his glory. So the life of God, of Jesus, deposited in a man, can now show forth as light. And we know that light is just God's glory in expression. So these things are relatable. These things work in patterns. So if you are a Christian, you are finding it difficult to walk by the light of God, to live a life of holiness and purity, to fully walk by the light of God, to love your neighbor as yourself, to walk in the love of Christ, to, to, to manifest the fruit of the Spirit. It is because the life of God is not yet in you. A lot of Christians, they deceive themselves that they are saved. What is salvation? Salvation is simply, simply means letting go, being saved from darkness, from the evil of the world, the evil that is deposited in you, the darkness and the death, being saved from that darkness, death, lifelessness and corruption, every form of evil that is in you and accepting the light of God, the life of God. And over time, when you begin to walk with God, you see yourself progressing with God. And the more you begin to fellowship the mother life of in you begins to grow you begin to experience transformation and as transformation begins to come um, and transformation begins to occur the light of god will be expressed through you and if the more you continue to walk with jesus walk with jesus people can ex- will come to a point that as you begin to walk people can literally see the light of god in you which around you this is where you can step into an environment and the spiritual atmosphere will be changed because you are carrying the divine light of god you can step into a scene and that scene is lighted you become an embodiment of the presence of god because the bible says god live in a in a place of unapproachable light that means without light you cannot see god god does not dwell in darkness what fellowship is light with darkness you cannot be Begin to you cannot become become a custodian of the presence of God because what is emanating from your life is the light, and the light is as a result of the deposition of the life of Christ in you. So light and glory, light and glory, they go together. If you have the life of God, you will surely give out the light of God. And when the light of God goes from forth from your life, all glory will return back to God. So this is a continuous circle: the life of God in you. 
the life of God produces light. The light is being shined forth to others for others to see. And when men see this light, they give glory to God. Now, what God is interested in is not just for receiving the praise of men, is that as a result of the light going out from your life, people can be saved, people can be drawn to the kingdom and the holds of darkness over their life. be broken <laughs> you see this is christianity in simplicity the life of god is this light draw men to god and when people are saved glory return back to god that is why he says that the god of this world have blinded the eyes of men so that they cannot see the light. So, how does the God of this world, how does he, how do he blind the eyes of men? Simple. By causing Christians not to express the light of God. By reducing the impact of the kingdom of God. By reducing the expansion of God's kingdom. So when the devil reduces the expansion of God's kingdom, make believers to think that it's not necessary for them to advance the kingdom of God through the way they live, then what they are doing is they are automatically putting people in darkness. As believers and as Christians, the only way we can rate our Christian, our spiritual growth, we can measure our Christian growth, our spiritual growth and spiritual experience is by how much glory God is getting from our life. And glory cannot be gotten from our life if we don't show for the light of God. Light, when we when we walk, when we walk with God, we preach the gospel. What we are doing is that we are we are dishing out light. When we heal the sick, uh, and as a result of that sickness, a soul is won to the kingdom. Glory has been given to God. And what we have done is that we have, we are now, we are now custodian of the light. Because of time, I'll have to be a little bit fast. Let's talk about the glory expression. I'll just spend a few minutes because of time. I'm supposed to have another meeting by nine o'clock. So I'll just try to be very fast so we can cover this topic um if not for anything i would have said we should have a part two so i can talk about these things in details but let's talk about the glory expression i'm not going to spend too much time here because i already said a lot of things about expression of the glory now believers and christians what we need to do is to express god's glory not to take god glory not to take the glory of god but to express it to express it in the sense that we totally submit our life to God so that he can use our life to expand the kingdom. A lot of Christians are experiencing stagnation, are experiencing um, no growth because they only want their Christian experience to be within themselves, their circle. So they want to pray and pray and pray and grow, studying the word and keep it to themselves. No. 
No, the kingdom of God does not work like that. You will surely um, experience stagnation the moment you try to grow by yourself alone. That is not how it works. How it, look at how it works. When a man is saved, you receive the life of God. The life of God produces good fruit, which is the light of God. You go forth and start expressing God's glory by the gift of God. Remember I said the glory of God is the word of God. The word of God is Jesus. The word of God is the gospel. And I also said, is the power of God manifested or expressed. So if God has given you a gift, if God has called you into ministry, if God has said you have the gift of prophecy and you are not using that prophecy to advance the kingdom and glory is not expressed or it's not given to God through that gift, then you are wasting time and you are wasting God's resources. So if God is giving you a million dollars and you are not using that million dollars for the expansion of God's kingdom to express God's glory, then you are doing more harm than good to yourself. Sometimes people pray, Lord, give me the power for healing. Give me the power to open blind eyes. Give me the power of prophecy. And God say, okay, I've given you the power. I've given you everything you need. Go and use this thing to express my glory so that people can be one to Christ. So that the kingdom of God will be expanded. You've prayed, Lord, I want to be a kingdom financier. And God is telling you, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give you this money. I'm going to give you a hundred thousand dollars. I'm going to give you a hundred dollars. I'm going to give you ten dollars. He says, use this thing I've given to you to express God's glory, but no people would not. They would rather spend everything on themselves. They would rather take the gift of healing and use it to themselves. They will only remember they have the gift of healing when they are sick. They will only remember they have the gift of prophecy when God has shown them something about the future that is not good about their life or about their family. They will only use the gift of wisdom when they want to navigate their way in life. They forget that everything given to us by God is like an investment and God always wants return. Jesus spoke, speaking with speaking to the disciple in a parable. He says that there was a farmer who had a vineyard, and every year he would come and clear around his vineyard. He would provide the manure and everything that is needed for the tree to bear fruit. But this tree refused to bear fruit. There was expectations in the heaven. We've given you everything you need. We've given you even if it's not everything you would have needed at that particular moment. We've given you what is needed that you can use to expand the kingdom. And the heaven is the heaven is waiting for your expression that's why the bible says he said that the, 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 the sons of the world and the world expects the honest manifestation of the sons of god that the 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 earnest that the, that the world they are expecting waiting for the earnest manifestation of the world of the sons of god so the earth is waiting corruption is increasing because the sons of god have refused to step into positions of power greed corruption wickedness immorality sexual immorality homosexuality is growing in the western nation today because believers refuse believers refuse to step into position of power where they can express the glory of god and if we don't do that evil will continue to increase just read read the news today that that that, 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 that group of organizations that are teaming up to push homosexual and gender um this um, lgbtq um books 
to the to, to christian to to schools so they can begin to influence the mind of young children now these organizations are backed up with millions of dollars but when it comes to the kingdom when we say oh we have a project we want to reach out to children so we can empower these people with the gospel people relent people do not want to give their money to it because they they think that the kingdom of god will expand itself by itself not knowing that it's you and i that we express the kingdom that we express the glory of god i don't want to spend too much time let's go to the next topic quickly 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 the timelines of glory the timelines of glory what is the timeline timeline is um talking about events when we put an event into a time scale um for example we want to talk about um the progression of um of politics over time we cannot fit it into a particular timeline we can say okay politics have evolved um from the 90s to um from the 80s to the 90s and down to um from to 2003 uh that's the timeline so when we begin to explain events or moments or progressive ideas or ideologies or philosophy um based on time we can actually fit them into timeline timeline will help us to explain how those events evolved and changed over time so so let me i want to i want to break it down for our understanding i want everybody to understand what i'm saying i don't want to speak in big english what i'm trying to say if you look at your phone look at the pictures you've taken over time now if you scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll if, you, if you're someone like me that like keeping track of my pictures you'll find out that some picture you take three years ago you as you scroll from some mobile device as you very fast you see the time changing they are like it's changing sometimes they group those pictures into months and years now if they are to play the history of your life they cannot say okay the timeline let's put the let's put your memories into a timeline they cannot begin to display um um those picture based on particular moments of your life okay at this point of your life you were in dubai at this point of your life you were still studying so they'll display all the pictures of your life when you were in where you were in school they'll display all the pictures of your life where you were in dubai they'll display all the pictures of your life where you were um where in where, where where you were close to your wedding so that's a timeline now let's put this into glory the, the timelines of glory now if you look at the old testament and the new testament and the evolution of god's glory you'll find that that is something similar at the old testament as you've already established a point we can find out that god's glory um was not fully understood because the person of jesus was not revealed but there was still a glimpse moses he spent so much time with God that the glory of God up on his face, and the people of Israel could not look at his face. Ezekiel, Daniel, Isaiah, these people fellowship with God, and they began to step into the dimensions of glory. They were opportune and privileged to see how these things work. They saw light, they saw the clouds of glory um, of witnesses, they saw the clouds of glory, and the Bible says uh, the clouds settled on the temple that the people of God could not minister now the glory of god progress progress now to the new testament the new testament happened in the pentecost where the clothing flames of fire rested upon the disciples or the apostles and they began to speak in new tongues now the glory of god came in as a wind the power of god came in as a wind and as flames upon the head of the apostle 
Now, if you look through all these events, you'll find out that there's something similar. The glory of God cannot be into expression without the Holy Spirit. So, if a man wants, if a man wants to understand how the glory operates, he must give his life to the workings of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is talked about mostly. The Holy Ghost is talked about, is mostly talked about in this generation. But little people work with the Holy Spirit. A little few, very few people genuinely work with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has even suffered in the hands of Christians because these days people will cover their ignorance, they'll cover their inability, they'll cover all their all their all, all their weaknesses with the Holy Spirit. Oh, the Holy Ghost told me to do this, and it's a lie. The Holy Ghost told me to do that, and it's a lie. The Holy Ghost told me to do that. Oh, and we have so caused a lot of problems with Christianity. Look, if you want, if you want to to feel the impact, the effect of the glory of God, the power of God fully manifested in your life, then you must dine with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost must become part and part of your life. I cannot explain these things here because we've done a T-class conference before when I talked about light your candles. In that T-class conference, I fully explained the ministry of the Holy Spirit and how you can work with God's divine fire. So you can go back. It's in our podcast. If you search on Google Podcast, um, The Living Flames of Fire, you'll see, um, you see our podcast and all those audio is, 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 is uploaded there. Um, that's class conference was split into two i talked about light your candles one light your candles two so i fully explained the ministry of the holy spirit so the holy spirit is supposed to work in unity in unison with the with our spirit so as we begin to to gain um as we begin to grow with the holy spirit we become intimately intertwined with the holy spirit and so you will see that the possibilities of the kingdom that were that were seen then in the old testament that elijah could command fire from heaven that people could raise the dead can still be possible and we can even see greater work being done chariots of fire were, 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 were brought forth in the old testament a man can live and will not taste death because he has stepped and functioned and lived in the dimensions of god's glory these are things that happen in a particular time here on earth it can still be possible today if we believe and if we can work Walk in unison with the Holy Spirit. If we can become intimately intertwined with the Holy Spirit, our will no longer matters. That we have, we begin, we, we, are, we are now sold out to the Holy Ghost. It takes a lot. In that last, in the last thick last conference, when I talked about light candles, I said you cannot walk with the Holy Spirit and become one with Him without experiencing consecration. People today in this generation are not willing to to consecrate themselves, to separate themselves from the world, to to take away time, to 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 do away. With- with temporary pleasures the pleasures of life is what is keeping a lot of believers from experiencing from from experiencing the full effect of the timelines of glory social media phones games facebook eateries good food clothes all those things are obstacles to the progression of christianity for us to tap into the timelines of glory. People like Katrin Koma, they did a lot for their generation. T.L. Osborne, Rehard Bunkin, 
Billy Graham, all those guys, they're so united with God. Like, we, we, we are not seeing those things happening again today. People have even lost faith. Some people believe that it's not possible for those things to happen today. It's possible. It's because people are not ready to be consecrated. People are not ready to be one with the Holy Ghost. People are not ready to step back, to enter, to study the timelines of glory and to put the full effect of the timeline of glory into their life. People are not ready. That is why it is looking impossible for those things that happen in the Bible to happen now. Because that has been done, we have lost faith. Unbelief made it worse. Now, in this generation, it's looking as if God is powerless. It's looking as if God does not have power. It's looking as if our God we serve is a God that does not answer prayers. That's what even unbelievers have begun to mock us. These things are not supposed to be so. Time, time is falling by my side. Last night, I will talk about. I'll merge it together, walking by the glory, walking with the glory and dwelling in the glory. The goal is to walk at the end of the day. It's not just to study the timelines of glory. It's not to listen to this audio. It's not to listen to my voice, but to take necessary actions towards everything I've said. What I want you to experience in life is to walk in God's glory, and to dwell in His glory. The moment that happens to your Christian life, everything becomes elevated. The way you think, the way you study your scripture, like everything becomes clear. You no longer have to argue with people about the Bible. You no longer have to fight because you begin to understand that those things are unnecessary. The will of God for that particular season becomes your burden. Things that bothers you before no longer bother you because you now understand that there is something greater that the heaven is requiring from the earth that that requirement is not met. And that will push you to want to, to walk in the glory. What does it mean to walk in the glory? Your life in totality will be fashioned around the person of Jesus. I tell people that Christianity is not a religion. It's life. It's life in totality. Because without Christ, there is no life. If you remove Christ from this earth now, like this earth is now, if you remove Christ in, like, remove Christ in totality, plus the Holy Ghost, this world will not take the next 10 years. Everything will crumble. Everything will depreciate. People will not even live up to 50 to, or 40 years sin death the the animalistic nature of man will be brought out and society will crumble instantly so the only thing holding society together the only thing holding the economy together the only thing holding this world together right now is because the holy spirit through christ by the holy spirit sorry the holy spirit by christ is still in operation so Christianity is life. So to walk in the glory, you have to center your life around Jesus. Everything about your life must be Christ. You're eating, Jesus. You're sleeping, Jesus. Business, Jesus. Christ, Christ, Christ. Talk about Christ. Preach about Christ. Live for Christ. Do everything for Jesus. Everything should be for Jesus. 
Then when you begin to walk in the glory, you cannot ascend into the glory dimension and dwell in the glory. This is where you begin to walk in the supernatural. This is where you begin to walk in, where you begin to walk at kingdom possibilities that instantly you can you can twist reality to produce the will of god for that particular moment like this there's this there's there's this 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 dimension in god <laughs> when you step into and dwell in that secret place you dwell in the glory dimension you can begin to twist reality not for your favor to favor because i tell people that god have all the power to do whatever i think but he will not go above his word and his word the word of god the word of god is the will of god revealed to man so if it does not align with the will of god it will not be done so if god requires that all the um all the shops in lagos shut down because he wants to, to he wants he wants to teach people he wants he wants to teach the unbelievers about his glory and he need a vessel a man who has dwelt in the glory will be bold to come out and speak and say tomorrow 2 p.m all the shop in lagos be closed down and it will be so every circumstances will lead to all the shops in lagos being closed down this was how moses conquered Egypt. Egypt was Egypt was ruled by a spirit called Persian. Um, um, Persian. A Persian spirit ruled Egypt. So they have mastered the art of divination and sorcery. So it will be virtually impossible for the Christianity for a for the Christianity we practice now to even survive in that kind of environment. But we do not realize that those things still happen. So it took someone who has who will be able to dwell in dwell in the glory to deliver Israel from the forces of Egypt. <laughs> So, as long as Moses was not a man like Moses was not available, the glory of God could not be expressed. And so, suffering and bondage continue. The reason why we are suffering in this country is because God has not seen a worthy vessel. He has not seen a man who will dwell in the glory, who will come out and speak. And ministers, we we, we, we have no say. People... Like Blitz Bensi Hindahusa, people who can come out and speak the word of the Lord, and it will be so. People who can command territories and command governments. Alexander Dowe told the Queen of England, if you do not repent after 30, um, after two weeks, you will die. And she refused and she died. Those are the kind of people who have dwelled in the glory. Those are people that have dwelled in the glory. If you read through the Rehad Bonki, if you read through the book, um, Rehad Bonki book, Living the Life of Fire, you will realize that Rehad Bonki did a lot of work to free this nation. The moment of peace that we experienced during the reign of Obama. will be the next president of the country and he will be the one to open the gates of the gospel 
and he went to the prison. Raboki went to the prison to tell Bansenjola that that's what is going to happen. Bansenjola laughed and said, I'm already in prison. I might die here. There's no way I will leave this prison to become the president. How is it possible for a man to be in prison, to be in prison and still be the president? Raboki said that that's what the Lord have said and it's going to be so. So Raboki brought his friend from under um, African country. He met the current president then and they talked and they decided to release Bansenjola from the president. And that moment, that was when the president was killed. Sorry, I don't want to mention names. And I know I am not mentioning names because I'm going to upload this um, particular audio, this podcast so is going to go live everywhere. So he was killed, and miraculously, Obasanjo stepped into power, and the gates of Nigeria were open to the gospel, and that's how Abonke was able to host multiple crusades in Nigeria. Now, what I'm trying to say is that the reason why things are so hard, and so bad, are so so difficult for us today is because people no longer dwell people are after are chasing either fame chasing after money chasing after material wealth chasing after building the biggest mansion or the biggest church or trying to establish the next big university they are chasing after things that do not align with the needs and the requirements of heaven for this time god is looking for people who he can he can use vessels he can use to topple god governments topple nation god have god have toppled the, the the greatest of kingdoms babylon was a kingdom that was deemed infallible they held so much power that people would not believe that babylon can fall after babylon the passion kingdom came into operation they do not believe that the passion kingdom will fall but god toppled those kingdoms he broke them down so they it's no bad government that God cannot bring down. All he needs are people like Elijah, people who she is ready to dwell in the glory. So we are here now, we are listening to this, and this is an opportunity for us to reevaluate our lives so that we can become an instrument of God's glory, especially in a time like this. So we can become an instrument of power. You may look down on yourself. You may call yourself nothing. You might think you are too weak, too small, too empty to become a custodian of God's glory. But the Bible has made us to understand that He used the weakest of vessels to shame those who think they are strong. He uses those who are foolish to shame those who think they are wise. As little, as small, as almost powerless as you look like, the heavens can still use you to create impact for the kingdom. So wherever you are right now, I want you to begin to pray. I want you to open your heart to Jesus and say, Lord, I want to be, I want to walk with your glory. I want to dwell in your glory. I want to be a custodian of your glory. I want to be an impact to this generation. I do not want to be like the rest. I need a different experience. I cannot continue to live my life in circles. I cannot continue. Lord, let your glory be revealed through my life.
if you can hear my voice i want you to begin to pray 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 take a few minutes to pray You are glorious, so glorious in your way. You are glorious, so glorious in your way. You are powerful, so powerful in your way. You are glorious, so glorious in your way. Oh, Spirit of the living God, may we step into that arena of your glory, dimensions of your glory. May it be opened up to us, that as we sleep at night, we will not sleep like dead men, through the dreams of the night because the Bible says in the visions of the night you appear to your son Daniel and you reveal the secrets the secrets of the kings to him so Lord we will not sleep like dead men but we will sleep and we will become custodians of your glory we will gain access into our dimensions where the revelations of God will be brought brought to us lord a lot of people are going to listen to this audio and lord their lives will not remain the same that through this word they have heard they will be a custodian of your glory they will become so powerful in your hands that they will wrought damages they will wrought damage to the kingdom of darkness they will trample upon scorpions and serpents they will break the neck of the enemy and they will set the captive free lord we are already in bondage we are already suffering we are already in pain we are already seeing that the devil is pushing his agenda to the extreme we need people who will be ready to stand to defend your name and lord as these ones have have made themselves available for your work may they be a custodian of your glory of your glory of your glory In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Listening to this audio through our podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, this is coming directly from our Telegram group. In case you're listening from our podcast or listening on a later date, you can just go through the description and click on the links uh, and go over to our channel. If you enjoy what you've heard, if you are blessed, um, please and please share this to a lot of people, to as many people as you can. It's possible download the audio and share it for other people to learn and to, um, to be blessed also. And if God lays in your heart and you can give us a donation, we do not take offerings. We depend solely on the um, donations we receive 
from things like this to keep the ministry going. We are involved in an outreach project where we minister to children and teenagers, buy them books, Christian literatures, and the purpose for that is so that we can raise a generation that fears God and uphold righteousness. We don't want um, the kind of people who are in the positions of leadership today to still step into that place. We want people who are groomed by God. So that is mostly like um, a charity on a charity work. So if God lays it in your head, you can um, just give us a donation. The link, everything will be available after this particular uh, available on the description or a Telegram group or a Telegram channel after this audio, this live audio has ended. Or you can check us out on Facebook or any other social media platform and just send us a donation so we can keep the work going and for everyone who will do that i pray that the blessings of god through this ministry and the work of the kingdom as you try as you give to the work of the kingdom for the work of the kingdom to be expanded so we god expand every other area of your life push you to the next level and help you to experience his glory thank you so so much for listening god bless you Next month will be powerful. Next month will be awesome. So keep a date with us next month and for the next T-Class conference. God bless you. Have a wonderful day ahead. If you have, please, 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 for those of you live now online, please just drop something on the group before you go offline. What did you learn today? What stood out for you? What did you learn that you know really touched you? Just drop it at the group and that will help a lot of people to know that things like this is going on. Thank you so much. Um, have a wonderful day ahead.